Wait, wait, wait. Don't drink that. What? Why? It has ovacetol in it. Oh my god, what's gonna happen to me? Nothing. It's a supplement for women with PCOS. I mix it with water and it doesn't taste like anything. Ovacetol is a special blend of inositols and it helps heal my cravings, regulate my period, and improve my mood. So don't accidentally drink it. Oh my god, I'm getting a period. No, it just helps with blood sugar control. For many women with PCOS like me, insulin resistance is one of the root issues underneath all these awful symptoms. Here's how it works, babe. When we eat, it's broken down into sugar and the lovely insulin hormone takes that and gives it to our cells to get burned up. But when our cells are resistant, insulin is left floating around in the bloodstream, making us think we're still hungry, leading to awful cravings. Not just that, insulin triggers high testosterone, which affects my period and my mood so i'm not getting my period no babe you're not but i am this episode is brought to you by pure spectrum cbd sirak and i have been taking cbd and we are loving it i'm holding the tincture right now talian can you open your mouth please now yeah i'm gonna give you a dosage <laughs> now keep it there for 60 seconds mm -hmm. while she does that let me tell you the great benefits of cbd for pcos studies show it reduces cortisol mm. improves insulin sensitivity mm. Reduces inflammation. Mm -hmm. You can go to PureSpectrumCBD.com now to order and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, at checkout for 20% off. Natalia, hold it for 30 seconds longer while the sisters enjoy the show. Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy-free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're gonna make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Oh my gosh, how funny. The turtle's on a cookbook called Incredible Sugar-Free Bakes. Yeah, so you finally got your turtle, but I don't see how the turtle and the book are related. The podcast is about sugar. Oh, That's yeah. If you're not watching, on YouTube, you should see right now, we have this new planter and it's a turtle. Not a real turtle, if you it's thought that. <laughs> brass turtle. Gold, one might say. And brass. we put a succulent in it and it's mm -hmm. super cute. I'm turning into the crazy plant lady. And I'm turning into the crazy plant husband who's been yes. um, infected by her wife and is now growing veins out of his brain. Oh my God. Well, because we can't have a, you know, super extravagant one-year anniversary on may 27 oh, yeah. we should talk about that we're going on a crazy plant lady extravaganza that yeah. i'm taking sirak on might i say you take me on well okay. i'm taking you on How the, the roles that reversed <laughs> on a crazy plant lady road so our anniversary is on the 27th of may and basically as mo as most of you know and most of you are aware we can't go anywhere restaurants are shut down no flights to anywhere basically we hotels and trips beach. are out the window yeah yeah so, so we said let's make it you know mm, let's do something about special. this let's make it special and unique and maybe mm -hmm. there's many in your situation uh, people in our situation right now who like yeah can't do anything weddings and yeah. stuff i mean there's worse than like not having a special one year anniversary of course i mean yeah <laughs> we could be not married like this there's, yeah, there's my friend could, who was about to get yeah, two of our friends who was about to get married in the next couple of months and they postponed it which totally sucks but hey you know at least they're saving the best money of it yeah saving but, so anyways we we're going down the road of crazy plant lady yeah and we took our bookshelf put it outside 
And now we have more space to put more plants. Yeah, there's basically now a bookshelf on the patio to put, guess what? Plants, not books. Succulents. It's called the plant shelf now. I'm so excited. And I even gonna... Googled how to plant things properly. I'm sorry. I just want to share no, this. No, I'm them. happy with your excitement. And apparently, <clears throat> when you're making a beautiful arrangement of succulents, ladies, you have to have three different styles of plants, apparently. Ones that drip down, you know, the ones that like cascade over the pot. Ones that fill the pot. And then ones that stand out and are like showstoppers. So like there's maybe three a layers one. to this whole conundrum. Yeah. So yesterday we went shopping. We found a few, but they all seem to be filler ones. They don't seem to be ones that drip out mm-hmm. of the pod. So we need to continue on our quest for the perfect no. succulents. We have... 12 days until the patio extravaganza in which yeah. we're going to completely, not completely, but Complete. we're going to basically uh, plant up the patio by adding like a window maybe a boxes, raised bed, yeah, window boxes, yeah, balcony, string lights, so right succulents now, everywhere. Yeah, right now it's all about what can we get? Let's get everything together. So on our anniversary, we'll basically go wild planting stuff. Yeah. And, just, and hey, at least... It's a lot better than just sitting inside and watching TV or like basically just being sad that we can't go out. We're doing something about it. And I hope everybody else is doing the same, something similar. Yeah. It could just be one flower plant. Makes me yeah. so happy. Man, like. Brightens up the room. I was not a plant person before I married Tallinn, but my, my, my dad was like <laughs> straight up into gardening. I see it now. It's very relaxing, very. you know, potting a plant, transporting it and like seeing it grow, taking care of it. It takes a lot of patience because, you know, plants not gonna make a change or grow like 10 inches in one day yeah it's so all about PCOS. like pcos exactly slowly put I, I didn't even try to do that but yeah. no i just <laughs> sweep that right in there Perfect. it's like slowly but surely you know and then a year goes by and it's like you know our olive tree is a beautiful yeah. bush yeah yeah i mean you weren't crazy with plants before we got married but now mm-hmm. look around sirak we have five trees <laughs> <laughs> in an apartment of all things it's great so yeah, by the time so, you yeah. guys by the time you guys listen to this, we'll probably already have redone the patio because we're a couple of episodes ahead. Oh but yeah. They you will see the results. We'll post the results after this episode is released so you can see exactly what we did before and after and let mm-hmm. us know if you liked it. Yeah. We'll even link the the plants that we got or like <laughs> the names of the plants we got so you know like what we did. Maybe you can do the same thing. Yes. All right. Today's episode is gonna be amazing, just like all the ones before. But this one I love it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I love this topic. Yeah. Colleen, she looks very passionate about yeah, this since I've the known, day we met. <laughs> I've known about sugar and its effects for a while now. For the last like six, seven years, I've learned a lot about it. Even before Colleen. So I'm looking very forward to today's topic. Yeah, I mean, it's especially a passionate topic for both of us because we both at one point in our childhoods really loved sugar like Everyone. most children yeah well, and the topic is what was the exact topic oh sugar and how to develop a savory palate and get through your sugar cravings yeah so yeah. so you were saying babe basically as a as a child almost everybody was addicted to sugar right yeah and i loved like candy skittles like i lived for it. i mean they really marketed it in the 90s to like make it oh, a yeah. staple in every child's diet to eat like cereal that mm-hmm. had sugar on i can't even believe myself Just i would eat um what, what 
cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, yeah. I'm remembering. The mere thought, the amount of sugar in cinnamon toast crunch. And did you know they even changed, I think, the cinnamon toast crunch formula so that it has less sugar now? Because before it had so much sugar. Wow. That's crazy. I just can't. Even, like, uh, psychologically, like, we're, as as a kid, when we grow up, like, a candy is like a reward right yeah like a lot of times parents would be like okay son if you do this or okay a, a daughter if you do this we'll g- i'll give you a piece of candy or whatever you know trick-or-treating or things like that like it's like enveloped in our mind that whenever we either eat or whenever we do something good okay we deserve some candy mm-hmm. yeah so it's just a really bad way of like treating psychologically ourselves. engraving that into our head so that now we think Oh, like I need a piece of candy or I need dessert to kind of like reward myself. And if I don't have it, then that means I, I'm not living my life. Oh, yeah. Living my life. Yeah. Like that's the eating candy and having dessert is like living like mm-hmm. your best life. And that's so not true. Like yeah. it's, it's not. And it's completely addictive. We'll get into the details yeah. later. But like sugar is like, like it's like a drug. It, it's actually it addicting is. your yeah. body. Like once it has a couple of times. In a day, in a couple of days, it starts to develop a tendency to want it more. Just like uh, like nicotine or caffeine, where like your body wants that energy or that spike of insulin. Mm-hmm. It's now craving the same exact thing. Yeah, exactly. And not to mention, you can you can develop a savory palate. We'll get into how in this What is a savory episode. palate? Because I don't know what savory really oh, means. Okay. So, you know, there's the different flavors that Mm -hmm. you can taste sweet sour savory and so on yeah and so if you eat a lot of sugar you get used to eating sweets and that becomes your palate like just like you know different cultures love their cultural food because they're used to that and that's how they have developed their palate to Mm -hmm. get used to simple things or not to complex spices or whatever it may be and then some cultures like american culture is often more simpler like we eat feed our kids cheerios and stuff and then their palate doesn't develop as um much as maybe indian diets because they have so much spices and That's stuff yep. and so anyways you can develop the taste buds like my and dad <laughs> my dad cannot eat anything that is complex in his eyes what? the man will only eat fries or chicken breast or like Turkish grilled food. Armenian food but even anything that's like crazy like too much flavor my dad would be like no I'm sorry I will not no but that's because in my opinion and I have no idea if I'm right he grew up with a more simpler diet yeah. back then in Turkey yeah. back back then they did not go to all these extravagant restaurants with all these different flavors from different countries of the course. way we eat in America yeah. they ate gyro chicken um shepherd yeah. salad which is cucumber tomato onion like he's a it's like simpler basic palette. protein basic yeah. carbs yeah rice potatoes with flavors yeah, that, from they, the culture exactly mm-hmm. so it's not that he's that picky he's just used know, to eating that but that's what i mean like it's like because he developed it he developed as he grew it, yeah. up as he throughout his life the way he ate he develops that palate so i get what you mean by the savory palate so you kind of have to push yourself to develop a savory palate and Mm -hmm. i think that we obviously have done that in our adulthood like moving through the childhood like sugar craze phase yeah speaking of which the airheads remember yeah exactly like a month ago uh me and talian because of the corona situation we said let's go on a road trip so we went we went on like a six hour road trip up the coast of california and and drove back like we didn't really stop anywhere except for the beach Anyways, on the way back, yeah, like four or three more hours, and Talian was like, ah, babe, let's get like an airhead from the gas station because we were getting gas. An airhead. An like, airhead, you know those the blue candy. 
raspberry flavor yeah. I used to love. We I haven't have, had candy in years. Yeah, me too. And I literally was like, Sirak, live a little. And I was like, exactly what we said earlier. <laughs> I like I like connected eating candy to like living my yeah. best life. And I told okay. her I was actually negative at first. I was like, babe, come on. Like it's like it's nothing disgusting. in there. It's disgusting. I don't want it. But you know, she just wanted to have something because it's a road trip, and you know, like there's nothing wrong people with having do candy. It. There's people nothing wrong. People have candy on road trips. Why I mean, can't yeah. I be one of those people sometimes? Of course, but I mean, like there's nothing wrong with having a piece of candy like here and there, right? You, yeah, you yeah. should enjoy yourself. So I was like, let's do it. But we ate. I took one bite. I felt like I ate. You know the piece plastic chairs. You know the plastic <laughs> chairs. I felt like I ate one of the legs. Of the plastic chair that <laughs> it just had sugar on top. That yeah. was the. It tasted plastic to me. It I couldn't believe like it. Like wax. That used to be so delicious it growing used to up. Be so delicious. I would eat ten pieces at once Seriously. when I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, the mini ones. Yeah. Oh and now God, I couldn't so even disgusting. chew it. It was like you too, right? sugar crystals melting in my mouth, and then the flavor was like not like it used to be. It you know, plastic. when you would eat it, it would explode in your mouth. Yeah. None of that. It was like. A headache. I only ate half of it, and then we threw the whole thing away. Like I couldn't even. Yeah, like it was it. a waste. Unfortunately, I in fact almost convinced myself that like that was an expired candy, and <laughs> that's why it was so disgusting. But even then, I thought about it. I was like, no. I mean, the real reason is because we've spent so many years kind of like going away from that kind of like sugary stuff, right? Yeah, we don't have candy like that anymore. And if we do, it's like chocolate, something that actually has at least some sort of. You know, nutritional things to it besides yeah, just yeah. the sugar, right? Yeah, I and know then, it's like dark chocolate. You have to get your palate used to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like it, even like I d- no kid likes dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah, no kid likes dark chocolate. You just have to force your palate and taste buds to get used to it, which I think I did at one point when I was getting through the cravings mm. of PCOS. You know, and and going gluten dairy free and taking about all these things, helping me get through the hormonal aspect of it. Yeah. And then I started loving um, fat more, like the mm. fat on lamb chops, Ooh, like yeah. salty, like you know, salt on my steak. Like these types of things were more tasty to me than sugar. And now, like sugar, you know, sometimes I love it, like great, like gluten free cookie, fine. But yeah. that candy was disgusting and yeah. like. I've yeah. completely changed my taste buds for mm-hmm. sure. And you didn't even really try. You weren't like, okay, I'm going to stop eating candy. You just like naturally. Yeah. As I managed my PCOS, my cravings went away. Mm-hmm. And then um, I I did have to try to develop a savory palate. And now let's, we'll get into that. Yeah. The end of the, towards the end of how to develop a savory palate. But mm-hmm. before that, we have to understand what's going on so there's for sure a difference between pcos cravings and regular other people's cravings we should say right now if you get cravings on the regular do not feel bad there's a reason you're getting those cravings and it's not the same as you know the, the like a regular population without pcos like you're getting different cravings due to your pcos yeah, exactly. Like your insulin, if you're insulin resistant, which 70% of us are, mm-hmm. then we have insulin floating around in our bloodstream. For example, if you eat a big meal or if you don't eat and then you eat your meal, you have a bunch of insulin hormone like in your bloodstream to store what you ate into your cells so that it can be burned and used up. Now, if your cells are resistant to insulin, then the insulin hormone is just left floating in your bloodstream. And, you know, that's when after 
after a while that can cause more cravings because the more insulin in your bloodstream the more you want to eat sugar and stuff because your body thinks that you need to eat more mm -hmm. so after you eat a big deal big meal or something or dinner or something you want to eat a cookie because insulin is still in your bloodstream because yeah. you're insulin resistant and so then you're like why am i hungry i just ate I half just an hour ate. ago i could eat more i could yeah. have a whole pile of cookies and a cake like yeah. i totally get it i felt the same way and yeah. there, so there's a difference between hormonal cravings and just like another person who has cravings who can just like resist something like sometimes you really really can't resist it's crazy these like you know and we have a whole episode on yeah so of course, there are things you can do. Ovacetol is one thing I love. Yeah. It helps with cravings in like 15 minutes. I feel better. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like my insulin resistance like being managed. Seriously, like on the spot. Mm -hmm. Love that. Totally agree. It's a big game changer for a lot of sisters who've taken Ovacetol. Helps yeah. with cravings, helping with insulin resistance, and a lot more. I mean, they even have, it even goes into... Um, when you treat her, uh, sorry, when you treat insulin resistance, now it's gonna help with if you're having hair loss and hair growth because mm -hmm. now you're helping your uh, testosterone levels kind of yeah, go down. Exactly. So it, it makes a big change. It makes a big change not just for your diet but also for to your other symptoms that yeah. are um, being affected due to your insulin. Yeah, and another thing that helps aside from cholesterol is just not consuming sugar, being aware of like what mm -hmm. has sugar in it, swapping things. Yeah, out. and it doesn't mean like. Okay, I can't. I can't have food with any sugar. It just means being mindful of yeah. having something that doesn't ha like. Take a look at the label. If you see there's been like 15 grams of added sugar, then what this you're eating is it may not be a good thing. It may be yeah. processed. Maybe it has a lot of additives. Maybe it's just maybe the reason they're adding so much sugar into it because it doesn't taste good. So, <laughs> you know, like look for a better brand. Like don't. Yeah. It doesn't mean like okay, look at the label. If there's three grams of sugar, then it's bad. No, that's, no, a, that's yeah. not bad at all. Just look for something that stands out as far as sugar goes. Yeah. So that might lead into the question of how much sugar can I have? Yeah. Can I have fruit? Mm -hmm. You know, are artificial sweeteners okay? Like, what do I do? Yes. And, and your recommendation, which a lot of people always ask, and they're like, what? 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 what do you mean? Is one piece of fruit a day. Yes. Or like a handful of berries or... You know, it's just something that fits in your hand. Yeah. Like, no more like than that. Like, one hand of fruit. So, maybe that's one apple, maybe a cup of berries, maybe yeah. a couple of strawberries, whatever. But the reason being is when you're first managing your PCOS in the beginning, it's very important to keep your sugar, sugar low. low. And fruit, as many of you know, has natural sugar. And doesn't matter, natural or fake, whatever, your body can react the same exact way. So, you want to make sure yeah. even your fruit is not too much. So That's one a fruit point. a day is important to keep. That's a good point because if you can see this incredible sugar-free bakes cookbook that our turtle succulent is standing <laughs> on, it says sugar-free on the cookbook title, but it's not sugar-free. They've replaced sugar, white cane sugar, uh -huh. with dextrose, honey, maple syrup. Mm. So when I bought this back in the day when I wasn't aware of like, you know, sugar and all the ins and outs and yeah. didn't have access to a podcast episode like this. That's right. I bought this cookbook. I'm like, oh, sugar free. Like this should be good for me. And then I'm like dextrose. Like that's still sugar. Like my insulin, yeah. blood sugar is still going to go up. Like why did I just buy mm -hmm. this? This mm -hmm. does nothing for me. Yeah. I thought it was a cookbook of like um, baking with like, 
no sugar know. at all. <laughs> Minimal sugar, like maybe like yeah. apple sauce instead of sugar. I'm sure there's a book like that. We'll yeah. have to find something like that. Well, but now you know exactly how to do it, so we don't even need a book. Yeah, so this pointless cookbook is sitting here underneath our... <laughs> And we should mention, like, yeah, like dextrose and honey and those ones are probably healthier than sugar itself. When you Cane look at sugar. the, yeah, Your when you heads. look at white sugar, like the compounds in it and how they can actually have, we'll talk about what white sugar can lead to, but like basically, it doesn't it's it can still raise your insulin, your insulin which is the importance here like it's not just about okay sh white sugar causes this so let's you know have this instead even if you have normal sugar it can still bump your insulin so yeah just, i'm very passionate about this yeah. like everyone's mad at me because i'm saying stop eating honey and fruit but let's like, go, <laughs> let's go into that so fructose uh -huh. it's been shown in studies that fructose you can, is a type of sugar sorry yeah sorry uh -huh. sorry fructose so there's fructose and there's sucrose. Yeah. The fructose is the type that has fruits, natural sweeteners, honey, coconut sugar, maple mm -hmm. syrup, agave. Yeah. So this really like relates to the people listening. Yes. Uh -huh. So it's been shown in studies that you can actually cause PCOS just by consuming fructose, a form of sugar found in honey and fruit. Here's a great uh, interesting study here. One study took a group of mice and gave half of them high fructose corn syrup. And within eight weeks, the mice developed polycystic ovaries, high androgens, and insulin levels. For women with PCOS, fructose is quickly absorbed into your blood and perpetuates insulin resistance and thus symptoms of PCOS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Now, that is very mind-opening right there. Like, First, let's look at that. They gave a group of mice. Mice. Uh, Not women, mice. <laughs> yeah. They gave half of them fructose corn syrup. And within eight weeks, those mice developed polycystic ovaries. That blew my mind. And not First just of that. All, what does that look like on yeah. a mouse's ovary? But not just that. Not just that. They, they also developed high androgens, which are, Insane. you know, uh, which are yeah. the high testosterone leading to hair loss, hair growth, acne. Stress and hormones. insulin levels. Yeah, stress hormones. So it's not just weight gain, but it's also it's also ovaries, high androgens that, and insulin levels that mm -hmm. sugar itself can cause. Blew my mind, ladies. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in. Let's yeah. just take a moment. Yeah. So it's best to limit your intake of fruits and sweeteners. Even if you put like honey in your tea, try to cut that out. And that leads to your next question in your head. What do I replace them with? Mm -hmm. Artificial sweeteners? And no. my answer to that is I'm, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. But no. Like, you, again, you, we will tell you how to develop. A and the reason palate. why is because your body. So when you um, have an artificial sweetener, man, there's a door. Creaking. In the other room that keeps on so creaking because of the window being open. And I'm about to break <laughs> that door open. Anyway. Okay. So with artificial sweeteners, when you when you take it in, your your body, like, it's like your body says, oh, we just received sugar because it, it tastes it. it. Tastes your brain it, yeah. literally thinks, oh, that's sweet because your body is tasting it. It doesn't decipher the fact that it's real sugar or not because it's tasting it. That's already a signal for the brain to start producing sugar. insulin. And insulin, sugar. yeah, insulin, which make and then when your body finds that there is no sugar for the insulin because yeah. it's artificial sweeteners, then you have more cravings. Exactly, and that's exactly how artificial sweeteners don't work for women with PCOS. Is mm -hmm. it tricks your body into creating insulin, but there's actually no sugar for the insulin to attach to. We even did a vote in the Instagram oh, story this. polls, and I I wanted to like prove my point, um and. 
sister said, so the question was, do artificial sweeteners help your cravings or make them worse? Mm-hmm. 22% sisters said it helps. 77% of sisters said that artificial right? sweeteners. If it's 22, then it should be. Okay, 78. Well, remember, there's a 1% that was undecided. So we have 22% said artificial sweeteners help them, but 77% said it made it worse. And 1%, they just said, or Instagram it has like some type of uh, glitch with their numbers. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, the engineer has spoken. <laughs> Basically. But yeah. And going, I've seen it with patients too. Yeah. I've seen it. They're, they're like, okay, like my cravings are getting better and so on. I think I'm going to eat like artificial sweeteners and that'll like help me with mm-hmm. the rest of my craving feeling. Yeah. And then they'll come back and they'll be like, everything got worse. Everything was reversed. Like, yeah. I couldn't stop eating and I felt the same way. I used to put those um, artificial sweeteners, like stevia mm-hmm. flavored yeah, lemonade powder. It was like lemonade powder. I don't know. I think Minute Maid made it or something. Mm. I don't know. And it was pink lemonade. And I put in my water. This was in college. And I, I remember like I was in the um, little like area where everyone hangs out. And I had terrible cravings. I'm trying to go gluten and dairy free. See all these bagels. I want to eat them. And then I was like, I have this powder I bought. And I put it in and I drank a bunch of water in this powder. Mm-hmm. And I had the biggest headache. I was like so bloated from oh. how much. I don't know why. Oh, I do know why. We'll tell you a study oh, yeah. about why. Yeah, there's a study that goes <laughs> into artificial At the time, I didn't know why. I was so bloated and then my cravings were so much worse. Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, maybe it's just me. And then I became a dietitian, looked it's around. just you. And all my patients were saying the yeah. same thing. And there's a couple of studies about artificial sweeteners. I should, uh, we should mention before, before I get into that, let's say you have a protein powder and you're not used to cutting out the sweets just yet, but the protein powder has stevia in it. It should be okay because you're trying to introduce protein into yeah. your diet to make a high protein to carb ratio, but try to cut out the protein powders that have artificial, artificial yeah. sweeteners as buy, you, as you slowly transition, yeah, like just, yeah. There, there's one that Talon uses. Uh, it's called um, Philosophy Love. Mm-hmm. Which we highly recommend. But any other um, protein Garden powder, of life unflavored. Yeah, it's a little chalky. Yeah, gotta, basically look yeah. for um, anything that's dairy and gluten free. And there's a lot of hemp protein powders that do this. And also just um, take a look for the artificial sweeteners. But and if you're like worried about the unflavored stuff. I mean, if you're making a smoothie or a shake, then you probably don't have to worry about it because you just won't taste it at all anyways. You just taste your shake. So, all right. um, So there's a couple of studies out there. On artificial sweeteners. Yes. Uh, The first one I'm going to mention here. A study shows uh, artificial sweeteners induce glucose intolerance by altering your gut bacteria, which directly contributes to how well you absorb your food. For example, how many Carb- carbohydrates and calories you can actually absorb from your food are directly affected by the artificial artificial sweeteners you actually took during that meal. Mm-hmm. So like how Talin was saying, um, she was bloated. feeling bloated and like she felt like she couldn't digest and it was like just Changing weird. Changing your gut bacteria. Yeah. And women with PCOS already have a disrupted gut microbiome. So you might already struggle from food sensitivities and deficiencies deficiencies, yeah. ibs issues bloating and so on 
The last thing you need is something to like make your gut weaker. Yeah. Like artificial sweeteners. And we talk about like, again, your gut biome is very important, not just for your like physical health, but also your mental health as you're finding your gut biome and your, you know, uh, neurons in your brain are connected. So it's always good to make sure your gut biomes is being taken care of. Yeah. And you're really doing that when you're going gluten and dairy free and like eating, you know, in a way that's reducing inflammation. And because remember that episode about gluten, how I mentioned the lining of your stomach is held together by these tight junctions. And Mm -hmm. some people who are sensitive to gluten have this protein zonulin that's released and makes that tight junction junction that holds your stomach together loosen up Mm -hmm. and then gluten gets through and so on. Yes. And then, like you mentioned earlier, there was there is that study about artificial sweeteners causing insulin levels to spike when you eat it because your body thinks that you're eating sugar, and mm-hmm. then that insulin floating yeah. in your bloodstream makes you have cravings. Yeah, because your body again, when you take that artificial sweetener and your tongue tastes it, it tastes like sugar to you, right? A million times sweeter than sugar. Yeah, but your brain is thinking the same thing oh it's i'm tasting sugar so it must be sugar your brain doesn't know that there's a product out there yeah that's called artificial artificial <laughs> sweetener and that it's actually not sugar and that your brain isn't thinking oh i don't have to worry about it yeah. it doesn't know that so think about that stevia which is natural yeah it's it's the same, same thing. thing so um yeah and again based on based on what talian said tricks your body into thinking that you ate sugar so it creates more cravings and then the more cravings you have the more you want to eat the sweet stuff so the more you want to eat a cookie or the more you want to add artificial sweeteners sugar honey all that stuff so it's just like adding on to the you know your um cravings yeah so how do we get our palate to become a savory palate the first thing like we mentioned is avoiding sugar and you'll eventually just lose your tolerance to Mm -hmm. it So, you know, of course, you're going to say, what about my cravings and so on? That's my next point. Managing cravings, going gluten and dairy free. Maybe this will help. Um, Of course, dairy spikes your insulin levels, which makes you more craving and stuff. That's why we're like addicted to like Mm -hmm. cheese and sugar and this and that. So going gluten and dairy free, taking your ovacetol, sleeping better. Oh, yeah. Sleeping can have a huge impact. Because if you're not getting enough sleep, your body basically doesn't have enough energy. So your body has to compensate for that. How does it do that? It makes you more hungry because it wants energy because it's not getting it through sleep. 30% more cravings Mm -hmm. if you have five hours of sleep missing from your week of rest. Yeah. And if you guys remember, we had that podcast episode about, sorry, about a... Uh, PCOS and how to get better sleep and we talked about how people who don't get enough sleep usually if they're like getting five to six hours they actually end up consuming more calories every single day and that results to like thousands of calories more every uh, every year and that's a result of not getting enough sleep because your body wants energy but it's not getting it naturally so it's like okay we need food we need food and then you, you have cravings for that reason sounds awful yeah And then um, a third tip you can do to develop a savory palate is experiment and find foods you love that aren't sweet. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, like we all love that, like, oh, you put something sweet in your mouth and it tastes amazing, right? Maybe find that thing that's not sugar, but maybe like 
uh, like like Ty mentioned earlier, when she eats lamb chops, she, now she loves that mm. f- fatty piece of the lamb chop. It's very savory, and it's something she grew to like. I'm sure she didn't always love that. Love right? it. I did, but you then... Did? Okay. I mean, you but did. then, like... I didn't, because I, I, I didn't used to like the fat on the meat, but now I actually like it, because it's, oh, like, I nice, like, it. taste to it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked it, but once I directed my attention towards mm-hmm. things like that they started taking up more space in my mind yeah. than the obsession with sugar yeah and then that's part of developing a savory palette not to mention things you know experimenting in the kitchen like just the other day i made these popsicles mm-hmm. made of strawberries lemon and um basil and water and then ovacetol. And I blended <laughs> it up in the blender. It was six popsicles. So I poured six ovacetol packets in it. And then, you know, of course, I said like one fruit a day or a handful of strawberries. I'm pretty sure it, that popsicle is like less than a handful of strawberries. Um, and it, it, I experimented it and it turned out to be this delicious um, replacement for popsicles and sweet you know ice cream and stuff yeah i'm really impressed with myself you guys somebody made it posted it on the stories she's like oh i put um green tea in it instead of water boom my god had a special taste i bet you can just freeze green tea in a vestal and you will have ice cream basically no um, popsicle no why not yeah. dairy free milk coconut milk but there you go you, you just replace ice cream with uh, basically a healthy replacement oh. that's also going to help you with your cravings I'm going to go nuts with this concept ladies you'll see it in the stories I'm going to make ice cream with like berries and obacetol mixing coconut yeah. cream whatnot. so going into that basically <laughs> is try to experiment and find some foods that maybe you already love but maybe you, if you add a couple of different things to it. Oh, so, and, you know, dark chocolate that you really like from, you know, you know, um, where do they, Swiss, like Swiss dark chocolate, like some expensive, like nice dark chocolate to get your mind off of sugar that you might find yeah. in granola and mm-hmm. candy bars and whatnot. Yeah. So try to find, um, try to find a different interest that maybe your palate will like more than mm-hmm. sugar, which I guarantee you will because... Your body tends to like things that are more nutrient-dense. Once you figure that out, your body is yeah. never going to want sugar again. Once your body realizes that, oh, this and this You'll has adapt. more to me, your body is going to be like, oh, I don't need that sugar. It has nothing beneficial for yeah. me. Yeah, you just have to give your body those things yeah. and eventually get used to them. And, and the f- then yeah, the final point, you go. No, Say I want it. you to go. Okay, fine. Learn to savor your food. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes while you eat. Train your palate to taste all the flavors. Yes. Don't rush. slowly. I would say I do the same mistake a lot of times where I'm really hungry and I'll just like, and the food is so delicious that time has made. And I'll just like, (laughs) and I'll just like go through it. And then I'm like, okay, I need a second plate. But if I had probably gone through like, at like half the speed or something some water relax one plate might have been enough yeah yeah like have some salad for a second and not just eat you know it it makes a big difference it does and i've noticed that let's say my blood sugar is low and i haven't like eaten dinner or like we had to like wait at a restaurant for a long time and i'm just starving and stuff um okay you sit down the food came and now you're gonna go nuts and um basically keep in mind that It takes 15 minutes for what you're eating to hit your bloodstream Mm -hmm. and like re, you know, gain your blood sugar control and whatnot. So you sit down and you really excited and in 15 minutes you eat your entire meal and then like you want to keep eating and you just can't like slow down, relax, Mm -hmm. 
you know, give yourself some time to absorb what you ate, get your blood sugar back up and like then continue to eat, you know, being mindful of how much your body wants and needs. And after I learned this, I actually noticed like, because you know, when your blood sugar is low, you're like dying. Okay. I've noticed like 15 minutes into the meal, I'm like back to normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just understand that, like understand Mm -hmm. that there is a 15 minute delay and it's been shown that the stomach and the like your stomach will tell the brain it's full a little bit later than it should because there's a delay. There's like, I don't know, the guy is taking the stairs instead of the elevator up to the brain, basically. <laughs> so because of that, there's a 15 minute delay. So just try to understand that and try to slow that, that slow down that time. So maybe if like just if you're eating by like in talking and like just kind of like trying to uh, savor like the, the flavors, yeah. your body will tell itself that it's full a lot sooner than it would have if you ate like you know if you were trying to rush through it because you're you're, you're really hungry so just try to wait mm-hmm. that time period yeah and turn the tv off is one thing oh yeah light a candle is another yeah talk with you your know. spouse or your your family or maybe your friend or yeah. if and i know during these times a lot of us are quarantined hey we can do a zoom call or a facetime call during dinner and maybe your friend and you eat dinner at the same time yeah we did this we did a couple's date oh yeah that was cute. yeah me and talian did it with my uh, friend and his girlfriend and we just like did a, a double date via yeah. facacetime yeah I couldn't, like, it, we were on the FaceTime for, like, three hours. I can't yeah. believe it. it was as if they were in our house. Basically. And yeah. another thing I want to give for that tip is, um, under, there's, like, this little thing that I learned. I mentioned this before, is that there's, like, we get a lot of mouth pleasure from eating sugary food. It's, yeah. like, you put the food in your mouth, and, like, there's, like, this spike, like, almost, like, your... Burst. Your, yeah, like, a burst Sour in your mouth, skittles. right? And then your brain gets used to that feeling. It's not even the fact that it's like going down your throat and like you, you like being full on it. It's literally the mouth pleasure that you get from putting the thing, putting the cookie or the sugary thing into your mouth and like kind of understanding that and the fact that like it's more like a instant, instant gratification rather than um, filling up your nutritional needs or your what you actually need then you kind of start to understand that like i don't really need this just kind Mm -hmm. of making that you know mindset thing about it oh this is just for mouth pleasure i don't really need this then you kind of like push it aside maybe not at first but it's slowly like i that's what somebody told me and it kind of like helped me kind of stop eating sugar so that's why i wanted to mention that a feeling informed about these types of things that are physiologically like happening Mm -hmm. you know the mouth pleasure or um absorbing things in 15 minutes you know yeah Keep these in your mind so that while you're eating, you're exactly. like, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. These are all little things. I like, this. I love how you said that, babe. I love that. Like the mouth pleasure, the 15 minute delay, the artificial sweeteners uh-huh. tricking your brain. Uh-huh. These are all little things that is not, they're Knowledge. not tricks. They're how your body is actually working. Uh-huh. Like your body has its own nuances. So you just have to learn how your body is. And I promise you, once you learn that, you'll see how you can easily manipulate your body's cravings. Not manipulate, but basically yeah. control it because you know Develop how your body... you a know, savory palate. Yeah, you know how and you know why your body is reacting a certain way. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Right. Ladies, let us know how your development of a savory palate is going. Yes. And so we always like to ask you, sisters, how you're basically managing your, like, the topic, right? Today's topic is sugar. So we asked you, sisters, how do you avoid sugar cravings? Mm -hmm. And we got some messages back, so we'll read them right now. 
Why don't you read the first couple, babe? Okay. Songbird for Justice says, eating high protein meals and drinking a ton of water before I eat. Very smart. That's smart. The water before eating is really smart because it yeah. kind of it fills up. If you're up. dehydrated, yeah. you know, then you're hungrier and you have more cravings actually. Yeah. So make sure you're hydrated. And then also, what were you saying? No, I'm glad you mentioned that because we should have mentioned that earlier too. A lot of times when you're dehydrated, your body is gets hungry yeah. because it's seeking water and there is actually yeah. and like, there's actually water in food so your body will trick fruit. you into eating f- uh, food because yeah. water has food in it too like a small percent like some percentage yeah and eating high protein especially for breakfast is great for your mm-hmm. blood sugar been preaching this for so long ladies 35 to 40 grams of protein you want it nice and high because protein takes longer to absorb Mm -hmm. and um, digest Mm -hmm. and burn and so when you eat protein as opposed to carbs which is quickly burned um, you are staying fuller longer you're burning it you know it's taking some time and you're not having a blood sugar roller coaster which is what causes a pump of insulin every time you eat something and overcompensating insulin levels causing cravings yeah and a high protein diet will also help you um, kind of change your body's composition into being a little bit more lean muscle because it's not having a lot more protein Mm. and kind of reducing like the fat in the body so it does it does a lot because muscle picks up sugar from your bloodstream Alrighty, uh, next one. Sherry says, I've had chocolate cravings, but with Ovacetol, it has decreased. Nice. Girl, yeah. yes. Ovacetol really helps. And for chocolate, try to look for those dark chocolate ones that don't have added sugar and milk chocolate and stuff like that. The dark chocolates usually are kind of like pure in the mm-hmm. fact that they don't have additives in there. Yeah. I recommend like Trader Joe's has that big, big, big brick. Oh, I love that. Yeah. If it's dairy free though, check. Yeah, make sure it's dairy free. Dishan Agapal <laughs> says, I have a piece of dark chocolate. Great. Good. Lay Rose 21 says, Ovacetol. Perfect. Great. Himal Shapira says, I drink green tea. Great one. Great one. Yeah. Make sure it's decaf just to, just to yes. be sure. But yeah, green tea is great. It helps you get energy, helps with cravings because it's, you know. Lowering testosterone. Yeah, lowering testosterone. Three cups a day. So good for you. Becoming. <laughs> This username is funny. Becoming wiggly tough. <laughs> oh my god! Sleep and Ovasta. perfect. That is great. Sleep so you important sleep, for cravings. Yeah, sleep is good, for, important for managing your cravings and Ovasta too. I love it. Yay! So that was you basically wanna, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we have a win of the week, but that was like the topic about you know PCOS and sugar and you know how much you're supposed to consume and how to kind of reduce the cravings. Try to listen to the episode a couple more times to really understand the nuances, the little you know details we yeah, gave here like and there. Yeah, I feel like we put so much information; it's like worth listening to twice. Oh yeah, always. I mean, when I have when I listen to informational uh, podcasts, I usually listen to them like two or three times because like you know it's yeah. it's hard to like understand you're everything. You're like doing the first time. something probably while you're listening, you know, driving or like yeah. cooking or something. I, mean, I have my fantasy football podcast. I listen to like two times each. Really? Because I gotta win, son. Oh my gosh. Alrighty. Read the win, babe. As always. Speaking of winning. Who's as always, winning in the sisterhood? We always announce a win of the week, which is a sister who's managing her PCOS and losing weight like a boss. Mm-hmm. And today's winner is coming from here. She says, Talin, I just want to say a big thank you for what you've done for me. I just had an appointment with one of my doctors and found out I've lost 27 pounds in three months. Wow. 
I found you at the beginning of my journey, and thanks to your advice, I started taking Avacetol, went gluten and dairy-free, and gave up caffeine. I finally feel like myself again for the first time in years. I've recently joined the sisterhood and started Sidox workouts. Nice. And they've left me sore, but feeling so accomplished. You're mm. truly the you're truly the dynamic duo all of us all of us sisters need. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. Thank sweet you for those kind message. words. I'm so glad to help you because those resources, like you mentioned, the sisterhood, but like the tips that we give, gluten dairy free and all the, you know, tips about caffeine free it's to help you achieve yeah. you know the results that you want to achieve and you really you did all the work you listened to us you applied it to your own daily life and you were and, able to take it out that's not easy to do and it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of like self compassion mm -hmm. and yeah we're over here preaching all this advice but you really took the time to do it apply it see what's working for you yeah. uh, um analy an analyze and analyze your body <laughs> yeah. and see um if it's giving you any benefit and then continuing to do it as you feel better because yeah. not everyone sees 27 pounds in three months mm -hmm. but you know even if it was five pounds in three months and that's you feel so a lot better that's accomplishment. a huge accomplishment yeah because it takes time to, yeah. for you to realize what's happening and yeah start to one by one because we always say don't do it all at once yeah. right it takes time and you don't even know if like Oh, if you should do this or that first it's about finding the root causes and yeah. figuring out the situation so congrats to you but also congrats to the sisters that listen to the podcast every week because you yes. are doing something too you are listening to a source where you can learn where you can apply what you learn so you're doing great all sister. of you all everybody listening yeah. congrats in addition to the sister we will to the sister hear where you're testimonials here. from you two in no time yes Alrighty. well what do we got going today for the rest of the day before we go off, babe? We're going to go to the We're gonna garden something. place again and get some more stuff. Yes. More plants for the crazy plant lady. Uh, more window boxes to hang over our balcony yes, rail. We actually need to pick them up today. Oh, I'm so excited. Alrighty. Thank <laughs> you to everybody for listening. As always, we'll be back next week with another episode. and Of a sister and her mister. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.